to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are German here on on the block with Strickenbach here on 93.7 The Ticket uh, as we are excited to talk some Husker basketball. Yes, we are excited. We still love Husker basketball, even though they're struggling a little bit, uh, and a lot of it, I should say, by now. Uh, they fall to six. Husker th- red till I die, Bach. That's right. Re- regardless of what happens on the court, uh, they're now 6-13 overall, 0-8 in conference play. And uh, with that in mind, we bring in Chris Bassett of the Lincoln Journal Star. Uh, Chris, how do you like our introduction? Introduction there for you. That was solid, guys. I really, I really appreciate you building me up before you brought me on there. <laughs> really pumping you up for this one. Um, obviously, it was uh, uh, you know uh, another uh, you know kind of the same old story. Nebraska falls short. I guess it's not always the same story. Sometimes Nebraska doesn't play very competitively. They did that again um, today, this last uh, night against Indiana. Uh, I guess the the big one of the biggest questions coming out of that is is how did you think Trey McGowan's looked uh, getting back on the court? Yeah, I thought I thought he looked as good as expected, you know, for missing 15 games in eight weeks and gave Nebraska a lot of things it had been missing while he was gone, gave him some toughness on the defensive end. You know, the offensive game's not there yet, of course, and that's just going to come. Uh, there's some rust, and he admitted as much last night, and that, that'll get better, but he, he looked pretty good. Played 21 minutes, which is more than maybe, maybe a lot of people expected him to play, but he, he's clearly... If if not Nebraska's most important player, one of the one of the two or three most important players. So yeah, really important for Nebraska to get him back. Now you need to be able to translate that into some wins. And do you think that this uh, his uh, return and his minutes is going to come? You know, it's, it's got you know kind of got to cut into somebody's minutes. Does it look like obviously last night it looked like Tominaga's? Do you do you think that he could return to the starting lineup uh, in Tominaga's spot? I mean, I, I, you would think that that might be part of the plan just to get a little bit bigger. Or do you think they kind of like the the starting lineup they have? No, I think it's only a matter of time before Trey's back in the starting lineup. They were going to bring him. They've brought him along slow throughout this entire process. You know, you're not going to throw him out there and have him start and play, you know, 25 or 30 minutes the first night out. I, I really liked how they did it, just kind of easing him in, seeing how he got into the flow of the game, then kind of then kind of going the rest of the way based on that. So I think eventually you'll see Trey McGowan's back in the starting lineup. He's too important for this team. He's too important to this to what Nebraska wants to do, especially on defense. So I think it'll only be a matter of time before we see Trey back in the starting lineup. Yeah, Chris, it's Eric here. I just wanted to um, get it, get your perspective on what are some things that you think you would like to see in order to uh, feel good about at least, you know, the season future, the perspectives of, of what they will be able to do in the upcoming years. Uh, especially with so much expectation for this year, what do you think are some things you would like to see uh, some some areas of improvement? Yeah, it's, it, it's funny, Strick. You know, the, the margins for error are so thin between so many of these teams, and we've seen that with Nebraska. And, and even last night, you know, a couple shots, a couple three-pointers go halfway down and pop out. Indiana has a couple that, that pop out and go in, and that's happened to Nebraska a few times this year. And, and the Oscars have been on the wrong side of that. I, I, I've said, you know, for the last month or so, Nebraska's not all that far off from having three conference wins, at least, you know, already, just with the way they've played in some of these games. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it just has to be consistent effort. You know, can you, and, and you know this, it, it takes consistent effort night in and night out if you want to compete at a high level. It doesn't matter what conference you're in if you want to do that. You, and that's been an issue for Nebraska 
at times this year. It's gotten better, I think, the last couple weeks. I think it's going to get better now with Trey McGowan's back. But if Nebraska keeps expending the the effort that's required to, to play at a high level, to play in a league like the Big Ten, then that gives you something to at least kind of latch on to. Because at the end of the day, we, Nebraska is what they are at this point. They've played 19 games. We, we kind of know what this team is. But if you keep giving yourself chances with, with good effort, eventually you're going to break through for a few wins. So I think that's a good place to start. Well, and obviously, one, other question, one other question before Bach taps in, and, and, and I, I sit on the edge of the ring trying to get back in the game, or get back on <laughs> in the WWC ring. <laughs> so um, one of the other things is I've just I've, in my observations I've been watching them. It's, it just seems like they're they're playing you know thirty minutes in a game or thirty two minutes and you know do you find it to be something that a coaching staff can can change that dynamic? How how do you get a team? You know, just your thoughts. I mean, it's it's just an opinion of your thoughts on how do you get a team to just really give it all for forty minutes and just no regression of some of any parts of their game because I think yeah, that's I, the, the losses are coming. Yeah, you're exactly right, Eric. I mean, that, that's what it is. Nebraska, Nebraska will play 30 minutes or 32 minutes or 36 minutes or 39 minutes, but it's that one minute they don't play or the two minutes or the five minutes or whatever that they don't. So, you know, that's that's where coaching comes in, right? You've got to be able to keep your guys at that same level for 40 minutes. And whether that's, you know, the psychology of the game, knowing when to when to get on guys, knowing when to love guys up a little bit, that's probably part of it. Knowing when to get guys maybe out of the game. If they're not all the way there, that's part of it. I think there's a lot that goes into that. And it's it's not an easy answer, especially when you're a team like Nebraska. And like we said, a team that just has such a small margin for error, you know, night in and night out. You think you have to push different buttons different nights, and you have to push different buttons in different areas on different nights. And that makes Fred a tough job for Fred Hoiberg, even tougher because <laughs> you're just not sure where maybe the, the deficiencies are going to come on certain nights, but yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Nebraska's played well enough for large stretches in a, in a lot of their games. Uh, the, the key now is figuring out how to get them to do it for 40 minutes. And that's the thing Fred Hoiberg and the staff have to figure out. And of course, this is not the season anybody envisioned if you're going to have a player be drafted in the first round of the NBA draft, but it's still, as far as the mock drafts I look out there, Bryce McGowan's is getting pretty positive reviews and just watching him play. You can see him grow, you know, kind of get more physical going to the basket. Um, do you think at this point Bryce is on pace to probably be a one and done? I think so. I think that was kind of the plan all along. I think you've now seen him start to adjust to the physicality of the Big Ten. I thought he was really good. Last night, I think last night was his best game against a Big Ten opponent. He's kind of started to, you know, when when you have the the, the gifts and the tools that, that Bryce McGowan's has, it's generally only a matter of time and, until you figure it out. No matter no matter who you're playing, so it, it took him a little bit to kind of figure out the level he needs to play at in the Big Ten to figure out what he needs to do on both ends of the court to be successful in the Big Ten, and he started to get there now. The key for him, just like everybody else, like we just talked about, can you do that every night out when you play? Because that's what it is in the NBA, too. It's being able to perform every night out on a consistent basis. So that's kind of the next step, I think, for Bryce. He, he's kind of figured out the physicality part of it and what he needs to do in that part of it. Now it's about the approach and the and the effort and, and those kind of intangible things that you have to worry about. And if he, if he takes care of that, then, yeah, he'll, he'll be a one-and-done, certainly. 
Well, it's kind of interesting too because if if you if if Bryce does leave, go ahead and get out of the equation, and and certainly he should if he's going to be a first round draft pick. That's some life changing money, and and certainly opportunities been looking for. Um, but I guess that problem is that kind of puts you back to square one with Nebraska basketball. We're all hoping that they can kind of build at least the the schedule gets a little bit easier at the latter half of the Big Ten schedule. Um, but you, you just kind of go back to how many of these guys are even going to be here next year if they do build it into something, and and that's you know. Kind of brings you back to the problem that 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 Nebraska basketball has been having, which is just too much player turnover. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what it looks like after the season. There's going to be some guys with some decisions to make. Certainly not just not just Bryce, but Bryce's brother, I think, is is in that category as well. Derek Walker, who's obviously a very important piece, is in that category as well. Some others too. There's going to be the normal attrition that comes with college basketball, just because that's the way the game is. Nowadays, you know, players players move around a lot, and it's it it doesn't just happen at Nebraska; it happens everywhere. Now, it happens it maybe happens with more players at Nebraska than it happens other places, and that kind of speaks to your point. But you know, at the same time, this this is how this team is built. If you're able to retain some of the young pieces you have, you're at another solid recruiting class. If you can keep some of those guys around that are maybe kind of on the fence right now. Then you have a little bit more continuity, and, and you're able to kind of move the program forward. But it, it, the the sport right now, I think, is so unpredictable when it comes to player movement, player retention, things like that. That you, you can't really even begin to speculate on it until after the season. He's Chris Bassett of the Lincoln Journal. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, we kind of uh, started to want to talk a little bit about the future since the present's uh, kind of difficult to talk about. So maybe just some projecting of the future. But uh, <laughs> thank you for your uh, talk today on Nebraska basketball. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the time. All right, there he goes. Chris Baston of the Lincoln Journal Star, one of our go-tos for Nebraska basketball. Speaking of basketball, it's time for Shootout with Strick. Give us a call, 402-464-5685 on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. And for your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings, if you can beat Strick in a shootout, it's not not too Difficult. It's not too easy. Yeah, he's won. He's been winning lately, so uh, you got to kind of bring him off of his high horse here as well. Uh, That's what we'll do next year. Give us a call four two four six four five six eight five to get in line. That's coming up next year on the block.